Welcome to The New Yorker for September 9, 2013. There are six articles this week. In the talk of the town, Michael Shulman attends an opera based on the life of Anna Nicole Smith. Next, David Finkel writes about the traumatized veterans of Iraq and Afghanistan. Then Malcolm Gladwell delves into doping, genetics, and sports. After that, John Lahr has an in-depth article on Claire Danes's volcanic performances. And in the current cinema, David Denby reviews Wong Kar Wai's The Grand Master, the comedy Drinking Buddies, starring Olivia Wilde, and the documentary Our Nixon. But first, it's this week's comment. In Crossing the Line, Steve Cole writes about Syria's chemical weapons and the memories of Iraq. Early in 1987, Saddam Hussein, the Iraqi president, decided to clear out scores of Kurdish villages in order to undermine separatist rebels. He asked Ali Hassan al-Majid, a general and a first cousin, to lead the project. In tape recordings later produced by Iraqi prosecutors, Majid told Ba'ath Party colleagues that the novelty and the terror of chemical weapons would threaten the Kurds and motivate them to surrender. On April 16th of that year, Iraq became the first nation ever to drop gas bombs on its own citizens. The gassing campaign lasted two years and killed thousands of people. I will kill them all with chemical weapons, Majid told his colleagues. Who is going to say anything? The international community? Fuck them. The international community and those who listen to them. Two weeks ago, on August 21st, a poison gas attack killed more than 1,400 civilians in the suburbs of Damascus, Syria's capital. President Obama, in fashioning a response, has been burdened by the United States' recent history with Iraq. The administration of Ronald Reagan stood by as Chemical Ali waged his campaign against the Kurds. Fifteen years later, to justify an invasion of Iraq, the administration of George W. Bush infamously claimed that Saddam Hussein still possessed chemical and biological arms. It soon became apparent that Saddam had abandoned them. That tragic war has rightly raised the standards of proof that Obama must meet to credibly propose military action in the Middle East, particularly if the Casas Belli concerns unconventional arms. The Obama administration, Britain, and France say there is little doubt that Syrian President Bashar al-Assad is responsible for the recent slaughter, although they concede that the evidence is not airtight. The video imagery of the aftermath is indelible, unbloodied corpses, including toddlers in white shrouds.